Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Office Chair Sports here on the Office Chair Sports Network, episode 10. Yeah. We got the, the other boy in the house tonight. I don't have to solo it tonight. No, no solos tonight. This is the <laughs> first time that... Oh, no, last week was the first time you soloed. Did you actually listen to it or no? It's on my to-do list. <laughs> oh, fake. <laughs> so I... I want you or Jacob to actually try to solo it. it no, I believe. Actually, it's no, tough. Jacob tried with the 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 Indy car. Indy car. Yeah. No, I, I believe it's tough. I've never tried to solo it, but maybe maybe it'll come around one time. There's people that actually solo it like every single day. That's impressive. Yeah. That's like impressive. locked on like people like locked yeah. on all these sports. Yeah. Actually, they have one person on and they solo it the whole time. I feel like that gets awkward kind of quick when you're just talking to yourself. I feel like you're, that's like a, you're at a low point in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you're talking to like a buddy, like no, that like little buddy they have, like <laughs> the imaginary friends they used to have as a kid. I hope somebody <laughs> listens to my podcast. <laughs> well, if you're listening to us, hopefully it reaches out to the whole world and we we get our listen, uh, li- listeners up. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Alan's not at a low point anymore. He's. He 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 has a co-host this time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have a friend. I have, a, I have imaginary, but no, not imaginary. Not imaginary buddy. I'm not looking at a screen and like seeing all 20 minutes and like the the air of the, the, air. the voice bar, <laughs> the wave up bars, and down, the wave. right, the frequency of the voice. Yes, you know? yes, yes, very impressive. Yes, so today we have my boy Jonathan. Jacob is still out of town. Um, he will be back for the next week of sports talk. Yep. So you have one more week. One more week of us. We have Friday chat. One more week of, of this. Actually, this is the only time that we've done it to, by ourselves together. Well, we did it last week for Friday chat. Friday chats, but I'm yeah. talking sports talk too. So. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so don't, Jacob will not hear this. He's in. He's in Europe. <laughs> we are the sports experts that y'all want to be hearing. <laughs> so sit back and relax. But we're we're getting some fire takes out tonight. Yeah, let's get it. Like. Let's go. You want, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about summer league first? Yeah, let's talk about summer league. I'm actually very interested in summer summer league because. Uh, now, actually, I want to hear your takes on summer league first before I. So I, you want to talk about the overreaction of Chad because that was the first one. That's yeah, talk, let's league. talk about the overreaction. Well, so of Chad. we had so there's only there's three events for summer league now. There's the California Classic. Yeah. There's the Salt Lake. It's City, Utah. Utah, it's Utah. Utah. The Utah Summer League, and yeah. then uh, obviously the the main event, Las Vegas. The main event. Ten ten days of straight Summer League basketball. Um, so I think the first one's California Classic, right? Correct. So it's weird. It's literally all the California teams in Miami. Miami. <laughs> so I guess it's all the beach teams. I yeah. guess you can say because well, Sacramento is kind of not on the beach, but. Eh. It's, all the, it's all the beach. Teams. It's close enough. Yeah, it's close enough. It's Cal. It's California. What do you think of beaches? Um. So that was boring. So because <laughs> other than Sacramento and Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray has game. Let's talk about that's, Keegan that's Murray. That's the only, that's the only player I want to talk about Ke- out of the whole four teams. Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray is a really good player. He is a good player, and I now see why Orlando brought him in twice. I think. Yeah. I think if there was a way for Orlando to trade, I say this: if. Orlando was ha- would have been happy taking a guard like Shadon Sharp or Jaden Ivey at one. Uh-huh. I think they would have tried to trade back into the top four to get Keegan Murray. I think they really like Keegan Murray. I, I mean, if you bring him in, you 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 interviewed you interviewed him at Chicago at the NBA, yeah. and then you brought him in twice for a workout. They like him. He was he's he, really like I think he's like a, he scored quietly twenty three points last night, and then he scored like 
he was like nine for thirteen, like yeah. ten for fourteen. Yeah, like he was consistent, and he was making three. He's probably like sixty percent from three right now. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I here's here's my Keegan Murray take. I think Keegan Murray is going to be this year's Franz Wagner in yep. terms of just a really good player that probably went a little bit too low mm-hmm. and he's like he's just a really good player and and like he's going to be a good player for the Sacramento Kings. I see a lot of Chris Milton in him. He's he's a lot taller than that. Like he's a he's a 3 or a 4. Like I, I see yeah. it too. Like the way he plays. Milton is like 6 7 6 8 right too. So he's same height. Yeah, height that's as, true. As um Keegan Murray. Yeah. But I feel like Keegan Murray plays bigger. Yeah, he has a more post-up game. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Chris Milton does have a post-up game, but he used it to, to advantage of, like, the, the fadeaway yeah. uh, jump shot. And that's true. And I think also if Chris Middleton didn't play with Giannis, I think his game would be different, too. 100%. Like, I, feel like, I feel like Giannis controls the middle of the paint, so yeah. he has to work so around So he works it. on the arc. But I feel like he's just he's a really underrated player in the post. I feel like he doesn't... Chris ex- Middleton? Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like he doesn't show it as much be- just because Giannis is a person controlling that whole area. No, that's a good take. That's a good take. I, I like that. I like so, that. But I I think he's going to be, like, 17 points per game, 16 points per Rookie game. Rookie year or at the peak? Rookie year. Rookie year. I think wow. He's on the Sacramento Kings, yeah, 100%. I got him, I got him at 15. Okay, so I, less than me. No, but I, I, think there's a, I think there's a substantial difference between 15 points and 16 points. Like, if you're a 15 points per game scorer... It's probably because you're getting the ball a lot. If you're a 16 points per game scorer, I think you're like a legitimately good player. And it's weird that it's a one point difference, but like, in my mind, the difference between a 15 point score and a 16 point score is actually substantial. So what if I told you Franz Wagner averaged 15.3 points per game last season? He's a 15 point per game score, not a 16 point per game score. So Here, here's here's so, so so he's so he's under the category of just he got a lot of minutes. That's why he scored a lot. I he's in the category of he had a great rookie year. Uh-huh. But he's not a star. You can't enter the star right. conversation until you hit 16 points per game. I say 18, but well, but like what I'm saying is like well, for a rookie year standards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you're a star for a rookie if you hit 16 points per what game. What did what did Darius Garland or like John Moran or Zion average first year? Well, Zion averaged Zion, 20. Zion averaged, averaged 20. a lot. Yeah, he averaged 23. <laughs> John Moran, I think, was around 17. 16, 17. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I mean, I don't think he. Blew it out of so the Kate Cunningham was the highest scorer last year, and he averaged seventeen. Yeah, which again, I think like like I think people expect these rookies to come in averaging like thirty. That's not true. Like Jason Tatum, his rookie year averaged fourteen points per game. I thought it was lower than that. It might be. I I know it wasn't high. Is what right. I'm saying. Like, uh, he's he's not a good like. It, and he was on he was on Jay's Well, the thing about Jay's team, which is different from most players, because. Brooklyn gave him. Brooklyn gave Celtics four first round picks. Uh-huh. So that's the reason why Jason Tatum did not want to go in the Celtics because right. they're already a good team. Yeah. So I think that's a little different than like going to like Sacramento or like Detroit where right. you get, you're gonna get more points just because you have more volume of shots. That's fair. So I think I, Jason Tatum is true. He did average four and he looked, didn't look that great, the greatest. Yeah. But I think having 14 points on that team is probably is. The same thing as saying 17 points on a bad team. Well, I mean, that's fair. John Morant had 17.8 points per game in his rookie year. And he was on a bad He was on team. a bad Grizzlies team. How did he get, That was crazy, the, the jump of the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I feel like, well, who was it last night? Doris Burke and yeah. Mark Jones. Yeah. They mentioned, like, the Magic could become the, the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I see a lot of similarities between the Memphis Grizzlies, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Orlando Magic of next year. You're so at- Cavaliers, I think Ricky Rubio... 
was the the biggest reason why Cavaliers made that jump. Really? Yes. Well, I, there's you've you've got something to say there because because Ricky Rubio once he got injured, Cleveland kind of fell off a cliff. Yeah. So why do you think? What what about Ricky Rubio led to that? I think it was his passing ability and his his defense and, yeah. and controlling the the offense. Just his presence. The presence. Yeah. yeah. I th- I don't think Cleveland had had a, really has a true point guard. Yeah. Garland. He's a shooting guard in my mind. In my mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. Um. Who else? And then Colin Sexton was out. Colin. So, I I Colin Sexton. I totally, I totally forgot. Colin Sexton, DeAndre Aiden. All are not signed yet. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with KD. those guys want a lot of money, and okay. I don't think anybody wants to hand money out until KD gets – until something happens with KD. So I, I, let's let's move on to KD for a second there, I want to so, circle back to Yeah, that. I'll bring up the KD point. There was yeah. reports that Cleveland was waiting on um, re-signing Darius Garland. Yeah. So because if they if they waited, then they, they could have brought Darius Garland in the KD trade. Really? See, but it, I, I, could you get KD for Darius Garland without giving up Evan Mobley? Because if you give up both of those guys, you've got nothing left. Colin Sexton, you can bring with them too. Okay, but you keep Evan Mobley. Yeah, I think Evan, I think Cleveland drafting Isaiah Mobley, his brother, in second yeah. round this year was basically saying we're building your this team around you. I think it's a good choice. I, I think it's a smart idea. I I still don't buy that Evan Mobley is going to be a best player on a championship winning team. No, but Just because of what what position he plays. Yeah, but I I buy that he is going to be a great player at his position. Hundred percent. Yeah, I I think I think I think a lot of teams. And the fish, the facial expression they showed was because they missed out on Mobley really? or Jalen Green. Yeah, but like GMs in the twenty twenty one draft. Yeah, I think a lot of the reaction was like we missed out on either Mobley or Green. Really? I think. So I have, I have a question about this. Yeah. So we had this last year. It was Mobley, Green, and Cunningham. Correct. This year it was Paulo Chet. Actually, we, I, I was in lunch to talk about Katie, but let yeah. me get this wrong. No, that's fine. That's cool. So we, last year we had Kay Cunningham, Jalen Green, and Mo, Evan Mobley. Right. This year we had Paulo, Chet, and Jabari. Yeah. Is, is it just me, or is that group significantly way better than this year's group? Really? So you think that that Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Kay Cunningham is better? So here's it's something Sig- interesting. Significantly better. Not so, oh, well, significantly to like, you know, like yeah, not I know like, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I, I, I like. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind that they're better. So that they'll be better in the, in the future. No, that's yeah. I'll buy that. So, so that's actually very interesting because up to this point, Jabari Smith has looked like a role player. <laughs> like, like <laughs> he hasn't. Did looked, you see his stats from last night? Yeah, he was like three for nineteen or something. Five for nineteen. Four for nineteen. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah. He, had, he was really good on defense, but man, it's ugly on offense. I I mean that's gonna come around. You know that his shooting is gonna translate. Right. But he's if that's what he's gonna be, he's not anything. He's not a star like we thought he was gonna be. Most of his turn, most of he had a good amount of turnovers just because he couldn't handle the ball. Yeah. And he like he like dribbled, still trying to create his own shot, and he couldn't. Yeah. So it's, it's so I let's let's talk about the the Jabari Smith. Paulo Boncaro matchup. Okay, the one on Thursday night? Yes. Okay. Paulo Boncaro. I don't need to see another minute of Paulo Boncaro to know that that guy is going to be a legitimate, like, legitimate franchise cornerstone. You can win a championship with that guy. You're on the train? I'm on the train. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes me so happy. No, I, no I, I... Did you... I, like, legit, like, 
deep down, I was like, Paul was probably the the thing about Paul. I, I just worried about the fit, but like, why why worry about the fit? Yeah. Well, what are you worried about the fit? I think he's perfect for this Magic team. He doesn't have to be the best defender. Like he's he's never gonna have to guard the best player on the other team. Okay. You've got Jalen Suggs guarding the wings, and then you've got Jonathan Isaac guarding a forward. Right. You, he never has to guard anything but the third best player on that team. There's no teams with three stars anymore. So apparently, so apparently I know we'll let you keep going, but yeah. apparently uh, John Wall got interviewed. Yeah. And he's like, I have, I literally have the the teams are have to guard me as the third best player, and, and it's over. <laughs> so, something more on those lines, like 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 the the third best, the team's third best defender is gonna have to guard me. Yeah. And it's not gonna go well. <laughs> I just I, I heard that. I thought like, like that was so funny. John but, Wall is not that player anymore. If John no, Wall averages more than fourteen points per game, I'm gonna be extremely surprised. Even with 30 minutes a game? Yeah. Well, uh, here's something else. I, I think You have to know that he's not playing more than 55 games in the regular season. Okay. Like, even if he stays completely healthy, they're not pushing him. I think we'll talk about this at the end of the semester. Uh, yeah. End of the semester. End of the show. <laughs> but I think Clippers have, have are going to be the biggest risers this year. But we'll get on. We'll get. Yeah, that. I mean, I'll buy that. We'll get that. We'll get on that to the end. But um, you should we bring back KD a bit. Yeah, let's bring back KD. So what you so KD, do you think he gets traded before the season, or do you think not a chance? Do you think do you think as one of those situations like Dwight or like players want out or Shaq they yeah. want it out, and the team waits like six to months to a year. Yeah. Do you think that's another situation? No, I, I feel like I feel like there are some reports out there that Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. They offer they they ask for Anthony Edwards and Cat yeah. and four first round picks. That's insane. No, I I can maybe maybe understand Cat and Anthony Edwards straight up. Yeah, I'll I'll buy maybe that. I'll buy that. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's still a bad deal for Minnesota. But four, they just got rid of four first rounds for Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are their first rounds coming? Yeah, from? I don't know where they're for. They might as well do have the same thing as the Lakers. Have, <laughs> they literally like every trade rumor is basically that twenty twenty nine Lakers yeah. first round they still got, and that's and we're in twenty twenty two right 2022. now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, listen, KD is the best player to be available in trade in NBA history. Because I, I, he has four years left. Because he has four years left. He's still theoretically in the prime of his career. Yeah, he is. And he's probably, he's a top five player. I I, I consider him top three, but yeah. Okay, that's when, he, when he's When he's, but like top five, top three. Here's my problem. KD is not going to win another title in his career. Unless he joins the Heat or the Suns. If you join the Suns, I'll here, but that. here's the problem with that: Who would the Heat give up? You get you're giving up Tyler Hero, hundred percent. You're giving up Duncan Robinson, but I don't think anyone wants Duncan Robinson. Brooklyn's not going to take that. On. There's no way. I mean, what would you give up if you're if you're? He Miami? have no one to give. He have nobody to give up. Tyler Hero's gone, but he's he already said that he doesn't want to play for you Miami. You have to give up Bam. You have to. Okay, so you're giving up Tyler Hero and Bam. You have so to. So now your lineup is an old, overrated Kyle Lowry. Yes. Jimmy Butler, which there, is... There ain't no way, there ain't no way that that's retaining Lowry. But, okay, so, so okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, he's still on Miami. So, you've got an old aging Kyle Lowry, who I think is going to drop off a cliff next year, by the way. Like Wes Westbrook? Yeah. And I try, think so, too. Because he's, he's, he's not an athletic guy. He's short guards do not age well at all. He, only Chris Paul is an exception just because of his 
just facilitation. Yeah, but Kyle Lowry is not that smart of a player. Like, I mean, he's he's good he's player, smart. but he's not smart. Yeah, he's smart on the defensive end, but not... No, I, mean, I don't think he's that smart. He's not a Chris Paul smart. No, Chris like, Paul's on their level. Yeah, he can't do Chris that. Paul's only, Chris Paul is the reason why he's an exception. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. So, I mean, you've got an aging, Chris, uh, an aging, an aging Kyle Lowry. You've got Jimmy Butler, which uh, Jimmy Butler is a legitimate top 10 player. I mean, when he is on, he is, a, he is one of the five best players in the NBA. When he's, he's a top three player when he's tired. <laughs> No, legit. That's actually there, fact. I saw, I saw a TikTok. I was like, the best players. It was like, one was like Grant Williams, like game seven. But like, yeah. Jimmy Butler was like top three. It was like tired Jimmy Butler. <laughs> the meme of him like, like on the, crouching on the, down yeah. in, the, in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> That's legit though. He plays better when he's tired. He uh, he plays better when, when the stakes are high. When he's playing 40 minutes a game. Because yeah. he's not playing 40 minutes a game in the regular season. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good point. So... So, but again, like, okay, so you're playing with Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, you traded Bam, you traded Tyler Hero, like, and then Kevin Durant. That team doesn't win a title. I don't think that's a, a shoe-in for a title. And lost Peter Tucker. You lost Peter Tucker. I mean, seriously, like, think about it. Like, who who are you running with? So it have to be Kyle Lowry, Oladipo, KD. Oladipo is not a starter on a championship winning team. But... He's going to be the starter. He has to be. Yeah. But he's not a starter on a championship. Or unless it's Max Struess. I like Max Struess, but... Oh, he can be your sixth man. Okay. All right, whatever. Max Struess. We'll say Max Struess. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, Max Struess, uh, KD. Butler. Bu- Butler, KD, and... You have your five, but you don't have a five. Wayne Demond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. Who's is their centers? Bam Adebayo. And Dead Dead. And then Deadman. So they have to get a center back from that. Yeah, or get oh. a center from somewhere. But they have that Yurtsevin. They have Yurtsevin. You can easily get any center. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and the center is the least important position. In you can literally NBA. get Aaron Bain for like $2 million. Yeah, I mean, the center the center is the least important position in the NBA. But, 100%. like, still, you're not winning a title with Omar Yurtsevin. Like, when you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, you can play with Kayvon Looney and be perfectly fine. When it's KD, Jimmy Butler, aging Kyle Lowry and Max Struess. Kyle Lowry is just the, the main exception. You you can't. I feel like, I feel like if you had if that. you had like who's someone that's good but not great and you look kind of old. Mike Conley. Even Mike Conley would make the team probably significantly better. You think so? Yeah. I like Mike Conley by the way. That's cr- that's that, no, it's crazy. I I think I mentioned this here. Yeah. 2017, or was it 2016? 20, no, it was 2017. Yeah. 2017, five years ago. Yeah. Guess what his contract was? I, I, I you told me this. Oh, so yeah, I okay. I thought they should remember. What was it, though? 150, or like 158, something like that. Yeah, 153. Yeah. Five year, 153 million dollars. Yeah. Now, 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 literally five years later, jo- Nikola Jokic signed a five year, 270 million dollars. That's insane. So, so it's doubled basically in five years. 150, yeah. Basically doubled. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Like thirty million dollars is like who's who got thirty million? Even Levine got forty million. Uh, Brunson, even Brunson got 100, 126 million. <laughs> um, That's a mistake. Bro, like we can probably go down the list. There's probably Tobias 20, Harris. 
No, I, I like guards. Oh, Tobias Harris. Uh-huh. Tobias uh-huh. Harris is in Pokemon, but uh-huh. we can probably go down the list of like of the whole NBA, and there's probably twenty. Um, I'm blanked. What's, what position he plays? Point guard. Point guard. Twenty yeah. po- positions. Twenty point guard players that are better than Brunson. Yeah, I believe it. Or eighteen. I believe it. I mean, I I think part of Brunson's problem is he's never been the guy. He's also not the guy. He's he's a Fred Van Vliet, a Fred Van Vliet type player. He's a player who is gonna like pop off like Brandon Lang eight times a year. Yeah. The rest of the time he's gonna be extremely frustrating to watch <laughs> because he's a six one guard that's gonna get dunked on every four and a half minutes. I mean, yeah. Like he he doesn't offer much on the way of defense. And offensively, he's got to be hitting shots because he, he he's not a great finisher at the rim in right. terms of like what you would expect from an all star guard. He was pretty good in the post for a six one player, but, you, but with the qualifier that he's a like yeah. for a six one player. For yeah, no. I mean, he's not a great post player for an NBA player. There's a difference. There's actually crazy how the drop off of like small guards just totally went away. Like Tyler Eulis, Tyler Eulis yeah. was like five like ten player went to the NBA and literally you didn't even hear his name. Yeah, that's crazy. Literally the only player I can think of that's like under six foot three that like made a name for himself recently is Jose Alvarado. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I can't think of anyone else. That recently, like last like three years. Right. Well, maybe that guy Gary, Gabe Gabe Vincent. He's six foot two, six foot three. Is he? That but I don't consider him like a a short guard. Yeah. I, don't think, I think half the NBA that you have to really watch the NBA to really know who Gabe Vincent is. Plays for Miami, right? Yeah, like yeah. you you know he plays for <laughs> right. Yeah, he plays for Miami, right? Yeah. He was he was a starter for Lowry when he was out. Gotcha. Yeah. You know. And that I mean I I don't know I I don't it's... we're turning it's weird because. The NBA is turning taller, like the NBA. Right. Literally, like you can go down the list. Like every player that was drafted was like six foot five or above. Yeah, but it's weird. Like the NBA is getting taller and more athletic, but center position is just has it's no just value at all. Non-existent. Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, it is weird, but I. It, I mean, I mean it's, but it's, it's also skill players. But more. to me, it's actually not as weird as it sounds, right? Because, like, obviously, it's every player is getting taller. Mm-hmm. And so you're no longer giving up height by playing Jonathan Isaac at the three. Jonathan Isaac can shoot. Traditional or, sensors like JaVale McGee can't. Or like Michael Porter Jr. at, at the three. He's yeah. Six foot ten. Right. Like when you're playing a six ten, six eleven, seven foot guy at the three, you're no longer giving up height to a guy like JaVale McGee. And JaVale McGee, all he's got on these guys is strength. But he really doesn't have the strength of like like can he effectively use his strength at a level that can counter these guys' ability to hit threes, like Michael Porter's ability to hit a three. I don't know. I mean, and they can't mm-hmm. stay with these quicker guys. Like, on the Chris Boucher, defense. like the Boucher. How do you say Boucher? Boucher. Boucher, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that guy, by the way. He's like, he came out of nowhere out of the G League, and then he's just a tall, <laughs> like, 6'11", like, lanky player, but he's still, like, you, you don't need to be big, like, big anymore. Yeah. If you if you make threes, you don't have to be big anymore. No. I mean, if you can make threes, you're in the NBA. There's no reason why Bob was still someone in the NBA. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, we can kind of go back a little bit. I mean, I yeah. kind of talked about it in the free agency um, show, but did well, did anything in free agency stand out to you per, in in particular? 
like any deals, any particular trades. Malcolm, I mean, I know you're a Malcolm Brogdon guy. I am a Malcolm Brogdon guy. I love that trade for the Celtics. My problem with that for the Celtics is this. You basically traded for the same exact player in Derek White at the deadline. And don't get me wrong, Derek White was great for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. To me, they're redundant. They do the same thing. They play the same basketball. They're both high intelligent, hit the threes, play good defense. It's redundant to me. I mean, I am a huge Malcolm Brogdon guy. I think Malcolm Brogdon is one of the best players in the NBA. And I say that facetiously, but I say that to say, like... (laughs) To say, like, he's underrated. He's extraordinarily good. Yeah. I mean, he's a 50-40-90 club member. He is a really good defender. He doesn't get a lot of credit, and I think it's because he played for Indiana. But he is a solid player. I mean, he'll give you even on the Bucks, he didn't get enough credit. No, he never did, and I don't know why. It's just Milton Giannis. That was stacked team. But he, but I mean, he gives you twenty. He he gives you eight assists. It's it consistent eighteen to twenty a night. Yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. His problem is he's not healthy all the time. But I love that trade for the Celtics because it gave up absolutely nothing to get him. And so now you're looking at a lineup that's Marcus Smart. Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams. There's not a lineup in the NBA that's better than that. And then you've got Derek White off the bench. You've got Grant Williams, Al Horford off the bench. You've yeah, got. I would say. I would say. I was gonna say this. Like they're gonna have to make a decision. Either Al Horford is on the bench or Derek White's on the bench. Yeah. You either. You either go Marcus Smart, Tatum, and Brown or be your 100% your three, and probably Robert Williams after his his playoff I, you gotta put Malcolm Brogdon in there man. so now it's literally Malcolm Brogdon or or Al Horford you either play smaller you play smaller for smaller sure. yeah. so Brown at the three and Tatum at yes. the four or yes. you go bigger and you play Brown at the two and Tatum at the three Horford off the bench a Horford as a starter eh Horford off the bench he's a good bench player I think I think he's still gonna get 26 28 minutes a game yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I don't think Celtics don't really play their bench anyways. <laughs> well, my the thing with Al Horford is, I think he's gonna fall off a cliff, and I think we saw that in the finals to an extent. He did. He was a little bit injured. Yeah, he was. He's also getting really up there in age. He's like 36, 37. And in the NBA these days, you have to be able to guard the perimeter. He's not getting any more athletic. He's not getting any more agile. He's extremely smart. And that's why he's still still new. getting paid twenty nine million dollars for the second best team in the NBA. But come on, he's not. He, I I think off the bench he's a good player. I think if you're starting him, I, having Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White off the bench is really good. But they're, again, they're redundant. And so if you put one of them in the starting lineup and one of them, that's off why. The bench, that's why I think it's going to happen. I think it has to be Malcolm. If Brogdon. you have Derek White, if if for some reason Derek White starts or Malcolm Brogdon, but if you have Derek White slash back Malcolm Brogdon with Al Horford, yeah, as your bench, that's a good bench. With with, I don't think Grant. I think Grant Williams is a little bit overrated in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, he is. He is. But having a Grant lot Williams, overrated. Yeah, but having Grant Williams next to him and then Payne Pritchard as your your point guard. Payne Pritchard's good. He's like solid. He's six, he's six foot. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so okay, okay, so there's, for, your, there, there's your yeah, six yeah. foot. Yeah. All right, sorry. Then <laughs> <laughs> then it would come up. But I mean, I don't even know who the three is. But I don't really think it matters who the three is. Nah, I mean, I don't think they already played. I don't even think they already played a, th- a backup three. I think the Celtics. I think the Celtics picked up Gallinari today. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, 
So I, I mean, the Celtics to me, oh. the Celtics are the most talented team in the NBA right now. Do you think they they can do Grant Williams, Gallinari, <laughs> and Horford? Uh, Horford's? Can can Gallinari or, or Williams play the three? I think Gallinari plays the three. He can play the three. I I Williams cannot play the three. Horford cannot play the three. If they're gonna run a, a lineup like that, it's gotta be Gallinari. Now the here's dude, that's a, that's a lineup. It's good lineup. Cause you, I mean, look, if you seriously think about this for a second, like Derek White, Al Horford, Gallinari, those are legitimate starters. I mean, like, like Jeez. you're not a Gallinari, bad team. Gallinari is is could be a good starter on a like a, a good. He's a good starter on a good team. On a good team, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say he's a, a great starter on a great team, but he's a good starter on a good team. Yeah. Yeah. His defense leaves a little bit to be desired, but his but offense, he's, he's, he's he spaces old. the floor very he's nicely. He's like 31, 32? He's not young, yeah. yeah he's, not, he's not young anymore. He's been that big. So, I mean, to me, the, the Boston Celtics are the most deep and talented team in the NBA. If they don't win the title next year, that's a failure. So let me give me the, give me because I mentioned the Clippers earlier. Yeah. So let me let me comp- give you the lineups and, and see yeah. what do you think on both sides. Right. So so on Celtics Celtics we mentioned okay. and this fresh my mind. So we have Marcus Smart, yeah. J- Mar- Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams. Yeah. On your bench you got Peyton Pritchard, uh, Derek White, uh, Gallinari, Grant Williams, and Al Horford. Yeah. Let's bring it to the Clippers side. Yeah. Clippers side you got John Wall. You got Norman Norman Powell, you got Paul George, um, Kawhi Leonard, and Zubac. Zubac. Yeah. On the bench, you have Terrence Mann, Robert Covington, um, I'm blanking on other people. Um, Morris brother. Yeah. Uh, is it Marquis from Marcus? I think it's Marcus. It doesn't matter. The yeah, other one matter. plays for the Heat. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Morris. I'm blanking. There's one more really good player that I'm blanking on that came from the Blazers. Oh, Larry Nance. Larry Nance is on that team. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the other guy I'm thinking of? There's some really good guy on the bench that I'm, I'm missing. Anyways, uh, I need to know. This cause I, I know you're going to say Celtics right now because the Clipper. I, I yeah. didn't make it a convincing argument. Well, the, the Clippers have a good team. Again, it's going to come down to health, and it's going to be the same for the Celtics. But it's a lot easier to bet on the Celtics' health. Mm-hmm. Right and oh, I brought Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, again, I mean, it's it's easier to bet on the Celtics' health, but the the flip side of that is I think the Celtics complement each other better. My problem is I don't think the Celtics. I don't think the Celtics will ever be better than the sum of their parts. The Clippers have a chance to do that. Because the Clippers, they didn't make the playoffs this year, but they were technically the 7 or 8 seed. They were the 7th seed without without Paul George. Paul George and, or and Kawhi And Paul Leonard. George for half season and Kawhi Leonard for the whole season. That's what I'm saying. So bringing back Kawhi Leonard, adding John Wall, having Norman Powell for the whole year, that's going to be a good team. I also forgot another player. Yeah. Luke Kennard on the bench is a yeah, good player. Yeah, he's a good shooter. On the bench is a good player. Yeah. I mean, he's not a starter, but if on the, the bench, bench, he's a really good player. He's a really he's a he's a he's a Tyler Hero light. He could be a six man on any any good team. Yeah, he's he's a lot like JJ Redick. That's that's perfect. Yeah, that is that is perfect. If, if they if Clippers really need scoring, if Norman Powell for some reason just 
goes cold. Yeah. Place them in. Right. No, that's, that's a fair point. I, I like that. I mean, so the Clippers, so the Celtics will never be better than the sum of their parts, but they are exceptionally talented. They're, they're more talented than the Clippers. The I, think Clippers, Clippers are, I think Clippers are more deep. Uh, having having Luke Kennard, having Reggie Jackson. Oh, come on, Reggie Jackson. Terrence Mann was a, was a big part of their run. And Terrence Mann was good. He was a big part of their run. He was he's, good. He's gonna be he's gonna be a, a ninth option on the team. <laughs> <laughs> he went yeah. from he went from the third option to the ninth option. Yeah, but but you you can say the same about Al Horford. What to, like he oh. went from like three to nine. Yeah, I mean no, I, I would say nine, but I, I get your point. Seven, eight, very close. <laughs> he didn't go from three to six. Which are you talking about Celtics last year? I'm talking about what the Celtics will be next year. They'll oh, like... you're predicting the future. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was, I was wondering where you were going, because he was definitely not a seventh last year. No, I'm year. saying, like, next year he'll be, like, seven. Okay, because he was, like, fourth, fifth last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still going the Celtics are deeper, more talented. Okay. The Clippers have a chance to be a better team. And the reason for that is this. Kawhi Leonard, to me, is a better system player than jason tatum is yes i like paul george i think paul george and jalen brown is a wash i think they're somewhat on equal footing i think think john walls i think paul george has game still i think paul george absolutely has game but jalen brown can absolutely pop off and we saw games in the finals where jalen brown was the best player for the celtics for long stretches of time he was working out with t-mac jalen brown was he really yeah i i really like jalen brown He's he's a good defender. He can be better, and he he's just like a good wing. He reminds me a lot of Clay Thompson without being the shooter that Clay Thompson is, but he's got a little bit more creativity with the ball in his hands. I he needs to be a better shooter, and yeah. he needs to be a little bit better defensively because he can. But I like. I don't think he needs I to like be a better Jeremy. shooter. I need to be more consistent shooter. Uh, that, okay, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, because like what was it like the end of the fourth quarter or like some stat like the start of the fourth quarter he he was like 80 percent from three really of some something crazy like, yeah like, i didn't he, see that he couldn't but... miss yeah and being a fourth like some some quarter he couldn't miss yeah and it was crazy no I, I i okay so that's what we'll say we need more consistency from Jalen Brown. yeah yeah um but again paul george paul george is absolutely a baller he he was terrible in the bubble yeah, but was. but people people think that that's the new Paul George. He's that's not the new Paul George. The, Paul George, Indiana is the most underrated like player in history. Oh, easily. Yeah, I mean, he was averaging like twenty eight. He was carrying yeah. that team. Yeah, he was. He they had David West as a starter. <laughs> <laughs> you remember David West? I do remember David. And they West. had um, Hibbert, Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert was actually good at the peak of no, his ability. Yeah. And then they have Lance Stevenson, who I think is <laughs> is is, is, is overrated just because he was he blowed in LeBron James. He had a good year that one year that, that he did. That was the one year. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. He had a good year, but no, he hasn't I, been the same since. No. Yeah. Who else was on that team? Uh, George Hill. George Hill was a baller. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the... He was like Monte. He's like Monte Ellis. To say he's a baller, I'll, no. Okay, I'm not that, that that year, 
that's when that's oh, when okay. made the run. Okay, yeah. The yeah. same thing as same thing as your your take <laughs> that just that Lance Stevenson that year. Give me my take of that year. No, that's fair. I thought we were talking about him as a career. Oh no, no. Okay. But he's still playing though. Yeah, he is still playing. Who's he playing for? He was with Bucks. Cleveland for a little bit. Milwaukee. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Anything else in previously stand out to you? No. Um like 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 certain moves that teams made, like teams that made a significant jump, teams that should have made a jump and they really didn't. Um, so I think it's interesting Orlando strategy because okay. they had a chance. They added the number one overall pick. They had massive amounts of money. They didn't Just like Spurs and Detroit. Yeah, and nobody really threw money at anybody. Other than New York. New York did throw money, but. I, I, think, I feel like that's all, all, all New York does. They just throw money. <laughs> Whenever they have money, they throw it. That's true. They never, like, wait. They're always like, we're getting the best. Uh, no, it's crazy. They they spent um, four years, $100 million on Brunson, yeah. and they could have paid Durant, like, four year $144 million three years ago. <laughs> Legit. They could have paid Durant four year $144 million three years ago. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Sorry, this, what you're that's saying. The I, most, that's the most New York Knicks thing ever, though. <laughs> Isn't that the funny? It's like the crazy. I mean, I understand three years ago, the star cap was different and money right, was different. Right. Now it's 50 million. It's like you're the yeah. But 40, 40, 40 something million. Yeah. You're, and New York, he wanted New York. Did he really, though? He, he wanted. He wanted the most money, I think. And he wanted his own team. I, I, okay, so I want to actually go back to Kevin uh, Kevin Durant before we finish the free agent thing. Okay. Because I think Kevin Durant is is capping. I mean, Kevin Durant is agency. the control of the free agency. Yeah, yeah. So, so we can talk. I think up. it's fair. Okay, we'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> After further review, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, let me say this about Kevin Durant. This might give me a lot of hate, mm-hmm. and that's fine because I'm content with that. All right. I'm not going to go on record and say that Kevin Durant is not a top X talented player in the NBA. Oh, no. Because he is. He's an exceptionally talented player. <laughs> he's setting up folks. I, mean, if, I know we have no video, but he's setting up. This is about to get good. <laughs> <laughs> he is a top five, and that's being very conservative, top five talented player in the NBA. Okay. I think he's I think talent-wise. I, I said I, I was being conservative, okay, so good, it's, good, it's, good. It's, he's probably right. higher. I just don't want to think about the players that might be. Higher. Yeah, okay, no more time for that. Gotcha. He is a top five talented player in the NBA. Okay. There is a very real possibility that Kevin Durant, for the remainder of his career, will not impact winning basketball. At any level higher than twenty or twenty-five players in the NBA, I'm talking like there are twenty or twenty-five players in the NBA who I would rather have if I'm trying to win a title than Kevin Durant. That's fair. I think that's that's. I mean, maybe twenty-five is a little too high. Twenty. We'll go twenty. I was thinking fifteen, but fifteen. Okay. Twenty. Yeah. I'll, I'll, no, that's not a terrible take. No, I, I. I so, talent wise, he's there, but I think that this is more about the, the chemistry of everybody. He's never. I mean, when he was when when the Oklahoma City team was twenty twelve when they were in the finals, that team had a good bond. Ever since, you think that they, was a good bond? I think they had a good bond. Okay. Ever since then, Kevin Durant 
has been like you ever he's, this is what Kevin Durant's been. <laughs> Kevin Durant <laughs> You're fighting it right now. I I I, 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 know, I know what you're trying to say. I know okay. you're trying to <laughs> And this fits because it's it, he came from Oklahoma City. Do you know that guy you know you uh, just all right, hear me out. Kevin Durant since that 2012 season in Oklahoma City has walked into every locker room and said, Howdy, folks. <laughs> I, there's a new sheriff in town. to me is the type of is the type of person who and and i hope this doesn't actually apply to a person okay but he's the type of person who like goes to college gets some like really prestigious degree from some really prestigious university i'm talking like harvard majors in math at harvard or mit okay and then for the rest of his life decides to go like raise buffalo on a farm in the middle of montana like <laughs> like like he's got all the talent in the world and i'm not saying it's that like you should go right in the earth is flat yeah i mean i, I <laughs> <laughs> and he went to duke yes i, I, I don't think i don't think smarts doesn't matter for duke basketball players but well that's true but but he had a one year of duke education yes that one year of going to doing electives doing that uh, English 101, <laughs> the the photography, photography. class. <laughs> yeah, you know he took classes like that. No, hundred percent. Dance 101, something. Oh, whatever, whatever. Speech, speech. Speech probably. Yeah. Speech. Yeah. Like the most like. And he got A's on all of them and didn't show up once. Who who is that one guy who didn't show up once? Oh, this is another football player. But go ahead. No, so. And, and again, nothing against raising buffalo. Buffalo are actually my favorite animal in the world. And so if, if I could do that, I would do it. But I say this to say this. Kevin Durant could easily be a top 10 player in NBA history right now. I think he's top 10 in NBA history. In NBA talent history? Wise? Yes. Not talent-wise, career-wise. Oh. How many years have been in NBA? So he's like 32? Yeah, he's been in the NBA like 13 years. I think he's 15 right now, and he has he, he has the chance to go up to like five, six, or seven. He's not that high. Here's why. He I think won, I think he's one. I think for I mean LeBron's probably two and three, like top three for sure. Yeah. I think for like so LeBron's near 17 years, and Kevin Durant's been near like 12 years. Probably half those years that Durant's been in the league, he's been better than LeBron. Come on, Kevin Durant has not been the best player in the NBA one year. One year, then look, then no, and look better than LeBron. I'm not saying better than LeBron. I'm saying he's never been the best player in the NBA. What year was that? What was the year? You're you're saying like 2018. I'm thinking of the year when he when Tobias Harris got that dunk when Mo Harkless passed it to him. When Steph Curry made like every. Oh, that was like 2015 when he won MVP. Yeah. Or no, 2014 when he won MVP. Yeah, or 2014, 2015. No. He was not the best player in the NBA at that point. LeBron James was the best player in the NBA at that point. The reason that he didn't win MVP that year was because people were tired of giving it to LeBron. He won like the previous two years or two or the previous three or something. 
He went back to back title uh, MVPs in like 2012, 2013. I I I I hate the MVP reward. Why Why do you hate it? I don't think Jokic deserved it this year. Oh no way! No way! You think he did? No, he did not. Okay, good. I, I thought you were saying no way. I, there I'm, were I'm dumb. There were three players that deserved it more than he. Embiid. Embiid. Giannis. Giannis. I'll get Steph. Steph. Okay, I wasn't gonna. I, I wasn't Steph. say Steph either, but I'll I'll say Steph. I'll, and the other player I was thinking of is. There's one more that I'm thinking of. Not Luca. Luka. You don't think it was Luca? Not consistent enough. No, Luca had a terrible beginning of the year. But okay, he had a terrible beginning of the year. But Luca got it together and he got him to the fourth seed. That that is worth a lot to me. And the reason I say that even Giannis got second round, but I still think it's top three. Giannis, Giannis, to me, if I had to vote, I would have voted Giannis. Booker, I think Booker and Jokic are on the exact same level. Hot take. So the second tier of star. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's not Booker, a top tier star. Literally, Booker and Jokic gone. Well, Booker went. They went one. They went one series ahead. But yeah. they literally like they're like the like really good players, mm-hmm. but they didn't take their team to the next level. Yeah, I agree. He's a both. I I like that take. Second, those two are second tier stars. I like that yes. take a lot. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. We're going really well. I feel like I'm agreeing with you a lot of things, and I feel like you're you're probably a person that's like. You like not you like that you like think more outlandish. You like some people think like media wise. Yeah. Like oh, like the media says this guy's really right. good. So like, you agree with that? Yeah. So like, I'm I'm glad I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with you a lot of things tonight. No, we this is unusual. Perhaps no. perhaps Jacob is the instigator. <laughs> Jacob gets me in my mind just all hey, J- my, all my, my my mind just flying different places. <laughs> And in his hosting skills, this puts us at different levels, Jacob, at different different topics. Jacob makes his arguments. <laughs> no, but like this is good, like talk, like one on one like no, discussion. But like like this is something you won't see on Sports Center. No, I I mean, and and I think there's things that like you. you so this is interesting because you and I pick fantasy teams very similarly. Yes. Yeah, so and we also finish one and two. I mean, this year I I was terrible. I gave up about halfway through the year. But yeah. in in the other in every other time that we've played fantasy we've played four times and in three of those times we finished one and two yeah yeah i mean we, we pick fantasy teams very well right uh, I, and very similarly we i'm not gonna say i, I i'll say that strap for you guys because yeah. this is a podcast i want you guys to win your leagues get <laughs> players that are really good on terrible teams that's a good strategy that's why i do that's that's literally legit what i do i i so that it's interesting that you say that because that's not my strategy that this year proved to this year proved i did wasn't the best team this year but this year proved that like even having like the Nets having James Harden, yeah, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, obviously Kyrie, it didn't matter because also, he didn't play for until yeah. January. But <laughs> like James Harden was just as good, maybe even better, what ESPN predicted of him. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I never thought that Brooklyn I, and I, you know, everybody in the NBA is going to say this is hindsight. You had James Harden. I did have James Harden, but I did. I knew that Nets team was going to be terrible. And I, I said the Nets were going to be terrible, and I said the Lakers were going to be terrible. I I called. I didn't call. I didn't call them. Not making playoffs. If you said that, then you're. You I know. I didn't say that. But no, I no, said, no, 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 no. If if someone if, if someone's called that, they're lying. Because ninety yeah. percent of people said would not even think about them. Yeah. I legit. The first thing that came to my mind when Westbrook got traded, I was like, "Oh, they're screwed." Yeah. They got no, worse. The same they thing. got worse. They got worse. They did get worse. Kuzma is actually. Kuzma got overlooked for being on LA, <laughs> for being on a Los Angeles team against the most media. He got overlooked. Well, heavy. He, he got overlooked because people were trying to portray him as a third option, 
And for a Le- LeBron James that's, team that's where we've point. seen Kevin Love, Chris Bosh, I mean, he's just not that player. That's fair. And, and so he was miscast. It's the same thing with Andrew Wiggins. I think he was also miscast because he was the, the, like he's like the best dressed. Like, like <laughs> he is not the best. He's the worst dress. No, like, no, I mean, best dress, more, most um, outlandish. outlandish. Oh, geez, we were, I, was geez, yeah. I was legit thinking of that word. I'm like, does that word fit? Yeah. That's actually kind of funny. I, was, would, I swear, I was thinking of outlandish too. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know if that fit. But like, the one that stands out the most, yeah, of like his fit, yeah. I think he was like that person. That was like the team, he's the way he logged as a team. He's very eclectic. Yeah, that's a good word, too. Yeah. I would never thought of that word. So <laughs> we're, we're giving you vocabulary tonight. Vocabulary with Jonathan and Alan. <laughs> you know, the one thing I ever got Duke Tip for, I know you got many, probably got many things in Duke Tip. Actually, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. The one thing I got on Duke Tip was spelling. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, I went 20 for 20 in the spelling Category. You went twenty for twenty. Twenty for twenty. That just, is impressive. Just like, just like my eyes. No, no, it's not. That's my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I found my. It's funny you say that. I found my prescription for my glasses the other day. Like I, I, I forgot what my prescription was. Oh, what is I it? I couldn't tell what the number. I couldn't remember what the number was. What was it? It was minus point seven five. Oh, so like you're. Oh, that's not. That's, that's not even bad at all. No. That's like, you. you I don't, my my left eye is, like 26, 20, 25, 26 range. What do you mean? Negative 25, 26? I think it's plus 26. Is that... Plus 26? No, no, plus, no, plus 6 to make it 26. Something like that. Oh, oh, so plus 6? I think so. Oh, wow. Oh. Well, Jacob's parents, like, the, I left my sunglasses there. Yeah. And then they tried it on because they thought it was, like, Emily's. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this thing is strong. <laughs> my left eye is bad. Is it really? Yeah. Wait, so do you have different prescriptions for both eyes? Oh, uh, gotcha. My right eye is... I use all my power. On your right this eye. This is not sports related. This is not sports related. I use... I basically... The, the doctors say I use legit my right eye all, all day long. Like, pretty much exclusively? Yeah. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I, do, I, I, I Like, when I think about it, I, I realize it, but I don't realize you it. You don't actually realize it yeah. unless you're thinking about it? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Sometimes you just have to... Some, sometimes one's better than the other. You have to, like, just not forget about it. Uh, that's... So that's, like, that's, like, thinking... That's, like, LeBron and Westbrook. <laughs> like, difference. <laughs> the difference between LeBron and Westbrook? Yeah. But, um... You want... I want, I want to go back to free agency. Okay. I, I, like, yeah. I know we, we kind of circled with KD, which is related to free agency. Right. Anything else stick out to you? Um, the Gobert trade? Do you want to talk about that maybe a bit? <laughs> do you... Do you, do you what is do you want to think of what Minnesota is thinking in life? All right, let me let me tell you what Minnesota. They have a new management there, and they they made a move. Let me tell you what Minnesota just did. <laughs> You're basically rubbing your eyes right now if, 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 because give, it hurts give, my brain. To get the viewers' context <laughs> of like what every every normal fan is thinking right now. All right, let let, let me let me put into in, the English <laughs> language what the Minnesota Timberwolves just did. <laughs> This is the equivalent. <laughs> this is is it like Gilbert Arenas going to the Magic? <laughs> it's, it's close. <laughs> or like we didn't know he was gonna be that bad until. He... <laughs> what, what, what else? Could... This is like, is this like the the Brooklyn Nets Celtics trading trade? for Paul Pierce? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I I mean it's, I don't I okay it's not gonna be that bad. Okay, it's gonna be brutal though. 
because there's nothing that's going to compare to Brooklyn Nets Celtics trade. What, that was what, 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 what makes it worse? Like, I can't think of anything worse because we didn't, we didn't, we've never seen in like NBA history like that many first round picks for like players anymore. Like this is, this is a new age of like of, of NBA. It's like giving all these first round picks, and I kind of like it. No, I do like it. But I, I, I uh, so what, what, you're. I know you're. You're trying to process. You like finally this, process it. It took, it took a whole couple minutes. No, it did. <laughs> he, he, this is this is what the Minnesota Timberwolves. Just I'm really interested because I when I was doing a solo podcast, I couldn't even think of yeah. like, what to say. So the Minnesota Timberwolves, they saw an ad online, and they saw hey. You can get a house in Italy for one dollar. Oh no! And they said, "Deal. I'll give you a hundred thousand because I've always wanted to live in Italy." They get to Italy. They realize that the house was not worth a dollar. It was worth fifty cents. It's like a shanty house, or it's, yeah. And then when they're you know they're like, "Oh well, we got to remodel now. Let's take out a loan on every single piece of, of possessions that we have." And then while they're, you know, remodeling their house, they start a fire in the inside of the house. The inside of the house is completely and utterly useless. The roof caves in. And then they say, hey, you know what? I've still got money left over. I forgot that I didn't take a loan out on my golf cart. And I'm going to paint the outside of my house so it looks nice. I thought you were going to say I won't pay Anthony Edwards. It's a mess. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going there. That's coming next year. Yeah. That's what the Minnesota Timberwolves did. Because they say, oh, this looks really good on paper. Here's why this doesn't look good on paper. It looks terrible on paper. No, it, no okay, so here's here's what's going to happen. I know what they're tr- thinking, but that was the wrong player. Here's what's going to happen. The Minnesota Timberwolves are going to jump out. They're going to go 12 and 4 to start the season. And they're going to go crazy. Everybody's going to go crazy. Do you think Anthony Edwards is going to make another jump? Yeah, he's going to make another jump. Yeah, I do too. Uh, he's going to make another jump. People are going to go crazy. They're going to say, this team's legit. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to get injured. Call it cat. Cat. A cat gets injured. A cat gets injured all the time. <laughs> I decided to set a player who probably... Anthony Edwards is pretty healthy so far. And then the Minnesota Timberwolves get to the playoffs as a 40-something win team. A high 40-something win so, team. So, fifth seed? Well, he, yes. Okay. The fifth seed. That's fair. I was thinking fifth or sixth. They're going to get swept in the playoffs. And here's why. They have no bench. Who on they, the Minnesota Timberwolves... Who on the Minnesota Timberwolves, now that they've traded everybody away... Like Daniels, Patrick Beverly... Now that they've traded everybody Parker away, Tesla, even the, even their twenty second draft pick, <laughs> <laughs> that even that that also that's basically five first round picks. It is five first round picks basically when you think about it because yeah. they hadn't signed him yet, so it was just his draft right. Right. Yeah. So, who on that Minnesota Timberwolves team? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you that they're four best players at this point because I don't know anybody else on their team. Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and D'Angelo Russell. It's like Rocky was on the team, yeah. Outside of Rudy Gobert, name a player on the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is Jeopardy, and if you if you name me a player, it's double Jeopardy. I'll give you two thousand dollars. Okay. Name a player have, on the Minnesota. I only have one player on the Minnesota Timberwolves. That if they actually, actually two players wanted to try, 
could stop a turtle from crossing one side of the street to the other. They don't know what the word defense means. I got an answer. Yeah, tell me. How Anderson. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, it's said funny it, because it's a turtle. turtle. <laughs> When he said turtle, my like, brain's my so, hand. Like, I got the perfect guy for you. Literally, the slowest playing player in NBA history. He's literally a turtle. So he you know, like, you know, like, you know back in the day, the lawnmowers and I like, has yeah. the rabbit for for fast. And yeah, the turtle for <laughs> the slow. Turtle for... <laughs> Anthony Edwards is the rabbit. Hey, Kyle Anderson is this turtle. That's a weird dynamic team. That's that's very odd. Rudy Gobert is like a slower player, well, and then you add D'Lo and, and Anthony Edwards who are fast. Well, he, the interesting part about that team is, so, like, yeah, on paper, they've got everything covered. You've got offense covered, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns. You've got defense covered. You've got Rudy Gobert. That's good on paper. The problem is, those players are so one-dimensional, it's like looking at a line. Like, it, 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 like it, you know, a lot you know, of... Are you talking about, like, when you, like, have to do, like, the, um... Like when you get maybe have a DUI and like have to go like through, go through, you have to like stand still on a, on a line, <laughs> make sure you, to to test you. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll okay. go with that. So they and so like and and they're actually sober and they and they only go their one. No, I was like I, I was making more of a math math reference where I was oh, no. talking about like no, one actually, no. dimensional. No, go, go to your set. Go. To your oh, okay. Set. No, I, I like yours though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it, looking at the Minnesota Timberwolves as a team. You can put them on a two-dimensional graph. You can have an x-axis. You can have a y-axis. You know. No z yet? No, z no because they're not three-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the individual players, they they exist on a line. They either exist on a y-axis or an x-axis. Latitude or longitude? Yeah. Rudy Gobert exists solely longitude. on the oh, they're on the They're on the longitude. <laughs> the longitude. <laughs> Cat and Rudy Gobert are on longitude, and and, and D'Lo and Anthony Edwards are on latitude. latitude. Oh, can you get no. lateral, Anthony Edwards? Oh, he go up. Bro, he I, go up. I see him, dog. <laughs> and longitude is Gobert because he's the giraffe. He, <laughs> I'm so smart. You, but Alan, Alan was cooking tonight, man. Yeah, I was, this should have been recorded. <laughs> and nah, so, but like, Rudy Gobert exists solely on the defense spectrum. Offense, forget it's about it, unless you're throwing a lob. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell exist solely on the offense axis. They they don't again. They I don't think anybody's actually told them that like this isn't football where you actually have to play both sides of the ball. Like like I don't think anybody's actually taught them that like you actually have to run to the other side of the court and like pretend to try and stop the other team from scoring, um, because they only know how to put the ball in the basket, which they're good at, and and that's that's fine. Here's my problem with this. They traded their only decently good defenders, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, McDaniels. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt and McDaniels were the two biggest ones. Yeah. I mean, but Patrick Beverly. I'm not too worried about that. I mean, he was on fire. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But what I'm, I'm saying, saying is Vanderbilt and they McDaniels, traded... McDaniels were their, was their future. Yeah. Not no. future, but like, it's like one of those, like, it's like Cody Martin for like Miami. Yeah. It's like, uh... The good players that you need on a good team. They, they're just they're a, the good the surrounding players. They're the, the glue. glue people around it. Yeah, they they're like the people. They're like the people that solidify the the the, the foundation of, yeah. of, a, of of a structure. No, I agree. Like they like and, they they put their like the weight on the back, but it's not like 
It's like they're like on the outskirts. Yeah. Like they don't, or like they're on the second level. They make their stars better. Right. Yeah, I agree. You can think of so many players that stay on teams and just make the team better. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I'm blanking on teams. Oh, like Mikel Mikel Bridges. Yeah. Or like uh, a Pal, uh, Dwight Powell from Dallas. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, say, I want to say Shady. <laughs> Shady really does <laughs> carry. Like uh, uh, DeAndre Hunter for Atlanta. Yeah. That's a good one too. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> but you do need those players. I think that like that's the worst part about the trade. Well, I, yeah, I mean, and my my problem is the the Minnesota Timberwolves traded the only players that actually care about defense that can actually play defense in the trade to get Rudy Gobert. No, I would much. I would know. I would rather them do what? I would rather them literally switch from twenty second and thirteenth overall pick and got Jalen Duren. Jalen Duren is basically another Gobert. He you has no offense. So. You think so? Jalen Duran, I promise you, you'll in a couple years he'll be the best lobber in the NBA. I promise. Oh, two, yeah, that's in probably three fair. Years. I see a lot of Clint Capella in him. Actually, no, Mark Williams no. is more Clint Capella. Yes, let's say no. Yeah, I, who's who's a really good lobber? Um, it's like I'm blanking on the name. Dwight Howard, prime Dwight. Dwight Howard. prime Dwight Howard. The, look, DeAndre look, Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Prime DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. With CP3. Yeah, I would cool. much rather them literally swap twenty two and thirteen and gave up a first round pick. Yeah, or like something like even ter- two first. I'd rather them do two first round picks. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I Jalen Duren is basically just like he can he like re- he like is like that another young piece and just put him alongside Cat. Yeah, and he's he's he won't be anywhere around the, the outside like Cat. Yeah, but he'll be all around the inside and you, and you just lob him up to him. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I, I'm content with that, especially because you'd have to give up less to get him than Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, my problem with the Minnesota Timberwolves is they give up the only players that know how to play defense for a player who is arguably one of the better rim protectors in the NBA. Looks he, was, he was all-time defense three times already. Yeah, right. I mean, he's, All a, team, he, right, right. he's, he's a solid defender, and he's a defense unto himself. He's a top-ten defense unto himself. That's beautiful. The problem is... For the last three years, he's gotten played off the court in the playoffs. It's like Duncan Robinson. Yeah. I mean, he's good in the regular season, but you put him in the playoffs, and he can't keep up when teams go small. When teams... He's, he's like one of those players where he's good against some teams and good against and bad, really bad against other teams yeah. just because of scheme on Just because of the players that they're playing. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you, I mean, that's, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's like, say, Celtics against like a, a shiftier, faster team. Yeah. I can't think of like the team, but like, there was one team. Orlando. Sure, or, like there's some there's like teams like they're like probably terrible, but they play good against like other teams yeah. just because of their play style and like how fast. Like, right. The, it's way different than the, like what the they're foundation. built for. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. Like that's like that's like the Bucks. That's like a, a probably a team that like I can see the Bucks where they could dominate other some teams. Yeah. But like they could play, play like another team and they get totally swept. Yeah. Just because like a different play style. No, I agree. I agree. Like, I think I think the Bucks is like that one team that probably beats most teams by twenty plus. <laughs> but like they'll get occasional like every fourth game they'll get yeah. blown out randomly. They are weird about that. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Now that you bring that up, I hadn't put that together, but that does kind of happen. Yeah, I, I think it just I think they just basically scheme, and there's some teams that have this the scheme to beat them. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I I Giannis is a very versatile player. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that that he, they get blown out. They randomly. actually get blown out randomly. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. 
Wow. Good take, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you really like my takes tonight. I, 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 I'm vibing. I'm vibing tonight. So, um, I guess the, the other, uh, only other big free agency was was Zach Levine mm-hmm. for forty million. Do you see anything with Chicago with that? They locked themselves into mediocrity for the next six years. I mean, I, I don't see anything bad from that. I don't because I mean, what are you going to do? Let them walk for nothing? I, I don't see anything I, I, bad. I, I understand definitely not letting him walk for nothing. But he's going to pay $40 million, $42, $43 million. I mean, I think that's fair market value. My problem with Chicago is they're not in a position to put throw that money. To throw that money. Like, I also like, don't think any other team can really compete with that. I know that's a terrible look to underpay somebody. Just yeah, because just of, because they, they, you can. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like they could totally done that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I, I feel like they legit could have gave him 30, 30, 33 million, and they no other team could do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. The spur, like all the teams that had money this free agency, doesn't want to spend it. And I think that's smart. No, that's really smart. Twenty twenty three is the the free agency you want to. Yeah. No, and and the teams that had money, Detroit, Orlando, San Antonio. Detroit used it on just young players. This could be, it makes sense. They want a couple more years. Right. Spurs. Spurs have no young talent, and they have no. They have they have all the money. Yeah, I don't know what their their strategy is. I'll be honest with you. I know they're going for Victor Wambanyama. I know that's, <laughs> that's their so. That's a crazy thing. Like two years out, like or a year out, like everyone knows, and everyone knows that they're, like that's what that's literally the only goal. That's their only goal. Yeah, it's get lucky. I don't know, man. I Spurs. I don't. I I legit see no no future in Spurs. I don't. I don't know what their strategy is. They let Lonnie Walker walk. Yeah, they did. They let Lakers have a lot of young players to like get way, paid way less. But they're not. I don't get. I don't but get they're that. not good fits. No, I know. But like they could, Lonnie Walker could have got easy got ten million, seven, eight he, to ten million from another team. I I think the the lure there is you get to play in L.A. for the the most iconic NBA franchise in history, and you get to play for a team that theoretically has a championship window. I don't see it, but theoretically, you're playing meaningful games. Who was that? Who was it? Ke- oh, Kep Bazemore. That that could have yeah, yeah, yeah. got could got more money with the Warriors. Yeah, and then signed with the Lakers because he thought he was gonna win it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the thing that like shocked me the most was Thomas Bryant going there. Because I think Thomas yeah. Bryant's a really good young backup center. I think he's a, a, really good backup. A center. backup center. Really, really good backup center. All right, that's fair. I don't know enough about him to say anything. When he's in, when he's healthy, okay. He was really good. Yeah. When he when he was healthy. Gotcha. On he was starting with the War, Wizards, but I don't think he's yeah, he star was. level. Yeah. Because I, I don't think he has enough minutes under him. Gotcha. But he took. A, I thought for sure Wizards would maybe pay him like <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> they let him walk to the Lakers for like for like five million. Really? Yeah. It's because they're playing Bradley Beal's like sixty million dollars. Oh, that's not. I think the Wizards are just content. Was selling Bradley Beal jerseys and hoping they, they get all that, get some of that money back. <laughs> like legit, like I mean, I, I do feel bad. It's kind of like a Damian Lillard situation where he has no help. Yeah. And the help he, he got was basically salary dumps because John Wall trade was terrible. Here's what. Or I'll sal- say. John Wall contract was so bad. I'm I'm gonna say this. When players sign a five year deal and one year into their deal, the team decides to reset on them. I feel bad. I feel bad for them. Yeah. 
when you're a guy like Bradley Beal or Damian Damian Lillard signed a deal where he's going to get paid sixty three million dollars in twenty twenty seven. Yeah, it's fifty eight point five and sixty three point something. So, so when these guys keep re signing with these teams, you have the option to not re sign with these teams. And if you're gonna re sign with these teams, I don't feel bad for you anymore. I feel bad for you when you sign a five year deal. You expect to compete. You expect to contend, and the team resets on you. I feel bad for you at that point. I have a really good question. I think that's a good question yeah. to end on this. So Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal, they're playing on, I won't say mediocre, but like yeah. teams, mid-level teams, you don't want to be in the mid-level. You, right. be, you, want, you either want to be bad. mediocrely bad yeah. or really good. Or good, yeah. You don't want to be in the middle. Right. I feel like Wizards and the Trailblazers, Trailblazers to an extent, yeah. I feel like they cut chances. Yeah. They've been in the middle for like 10 years. So I have a question yeah. for you. Okay. So James Harden is currently working with the 76ers to get a new contract. He got it. Is it official? Yeah, $15 million less. Well, th- that's a rumor. It's yeah. not official. Oh, really? No. Okay. But the rumor is right that he's taking a $15 million pay cut a yeah. year. So probably like in the 30 range. Okay. To help go- win a championship. Yeah. Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard, these, all these years, are taking the most money they get. Yeah. The most money they can get. Yeah. To be on the same just just to be on the same team but the most money they can get right so what's your thoughts on damian lord and bradley Beal? just like i don't think them like i don't think they're even top 10 both of them okay i mean i think damian lillard when he's prime like maybe yeah. at the end of the top, end of the top 10 yeah i'll give you that yeah yeah okay i'll give you that but like do, do you think like it's kind of selfish of them in a way that like I mean, the team's all they give to him. And I, I, if I get paid, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah. and it's more and more, I'm going to take it. But, right. like, do you think, in a way, that's kind of, like, selfish a bit to, like, they don't really care about winning that much? Because I feel like Harden is taking that pay cut because he wants more pieces around him so yeah. they can win championships. Right. So, like, do you think Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard should not be as picky, in no. a way, to get more players around him? No. I don't think that at all. And here's why. A, it's you know a, what I'm saying, though, right? No, I, I know exactly what okay. you're saying. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> I, How about guys? I don't think. I, I, I don't, I don't think that anybody should be blamed. And I, I don't. Again, I don't feel bad for those guys when they keep resigning. But right. I don't think that we should look negatively upon that. And here's why. It's a two-party negotiation. The, the team. Agent as well. Well, okay, it's a three party. (laughs) But the team and the player agree on an amount that they're willing to play for and that they're willing to sign them for. Right. They agree on that number. They're both happy with that number. Nobody's making them sign that number. Right. If the team doesn't think that they can build a championship around that player and... Like if if they don't think they can build a championship around that player, and that's their goal because that's not every team's goal, then they need to trade that player. So should I be concerned about the Wizards organization? If they're willing to be mediocre, yeah, you should be concerned about them. I mean, because again, how many how many times does a star like Bradley Beal come around? Sort of, kinda, like you know, what is he a top twenty player? So there's twenty of them in the NBA. I mean, and there's that 30 means, teams. That means two thirds of the teams have a player like Bradley Beal. Yeah, he's, he's top twenty. Yeah. So I mean, 
how irreplaceable is he even? I don't know. But again, if you want to win a title and you don't think you can do that with the number that he's trying to demand from you. He's probably demanding the most money he can get. But I don't blame him for that. I, I don't blame it. Why? Like why? Like if you don't listen. Like there's this there's this mindset where it's like, oh, you're judged by whether you win a title or not. That's that's completely irrational. And if you want to just play, you know, and go forty one and forty one for ten years of your career and make three hundred million dollars and go live happily ever after. And go vacation in the south of France every year. That's fine. Like, live your life. I don't have a problem with that at all. I have a problem when these players sign these deals and then they force their way out one year into the deals. That's the only thing you're right about. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm upset because about. they get that terrible contract for a terrible team. Then they want to get traded. Yeah. They want to keep that contract for a good team. Yeah, exactly. That that's what I have a problem with. If you want to win, you have to make sacrifices to win. James Harden made those sacrifices to win. If you don't want to win, take your money and don't complain about I feel it. Like Damian Lillard wants all the money he can get, but he, he wants help too. So yeah, I mean, well, and, and and at that point, you know, the teams can get creative, right? I mean, the teams can can get creative to put good players around him. Again, I mean, you look at the Rays, right? They're consistently good, and they have one of the lowest payrolls in the Major League Baseball. It's not impossible. It's it's very difficult, but it's not impossible. You just have to be very smart about it. That's funny. What's I up? saw an article. It was like top ten most most the highest payroll, like top ten team yeah. highest payroll ever in history. Uh-huh. Guess who's on that list? Yeah. The Wizards 2020, 2021 when they had Westbrook and Bradley Beal. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what the place they got in the, in the playoffs? What? Like eight, eighth. Eight yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was 168 million dollars, and that was last year. Right. Like every team now, every team on that list was basically this year. That's Except Warriors, yeah, of course, and I guess no. Actually, I want to end on this. I yeah. want to end on the that. Yeah, but let's end on this. Warriors last both even last year and this year were the highest paying team. Yeah. Like, and like they they go over salary tax limit, and they don't care. Yeah. Like they pay like triple. Yeah. Of what, like whatever the salary is, right. whatever they pay, because they're so far over. Yeah. Does that like frustrate you at all? Like how like, like how much over the salary cap they are, and that because that just results in winning. I like does that like bother you at all? Though? No, and here's why: because when you look at that team, they're built through the draft. The the, the that, way that, that's why I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah no. The, the way the CBA is structured is it's supposed to reward you and and enable you to keep your players that you draft, and it it's supposed to make it tough for you to sign players from other teams or trade for stars from other teams that's what it's the cba is designed to do when you're drafting these guys if you get if you draft well i say you you can pay them as much as you want like yeah like i don't have a problem with that at all Jordan Poole, and here's and, and Kaminga. yeah Kaminga's gonna be good i'm telling you no he I, I i didn't see it last year i i, I thought he was gonna be a bust i see it now okay. i see it now um I'm really i'm really digging this podcast this, <laughs> this is dope <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're signing players from other teams, like you're the Lakers and you're just signing players from other teams, and you're Knicks. just yeah, I mean, like I don't I don't like that at all. But if you draft really well, I think you should be able to keep that team together. Right, Lakers have haven't drafted good at all. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. and 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 that's when teams like Minnesota 
right? You gave Almost up. Still hasn't either. You gave up four first round draft picks for for Rudy Gobert. You you considered giving up four more first round draft picks to get Kevin Durant. I mean, what I'm saying is, like, when you actually think about this, you these teams. We we when reward the teams that build. And Celtics, Warriors. That that because because building through the draft, like to extent, the fans go through pain. They go through a lot of losing seasons to build through the draft, and so let them relish the moment as long as they can. I do. The, I do think the draft's getting bigger and bigger, bigger each year. It's I agree. More important. I agree. I feel like fans go more crazy for the lottery than <laughs> ever than than they'll ever do in like a second round. You think game. so? Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, like the extent fans go for like lottery. Yeah, well, I I think it's important because, right, like a second round playoff game that happens one year. It winning the lottery, that's five ten years of. Also, think like, it's crazy the difference of like, drafting one really good player and then like missing out on that player. What do you mean? You think of like this thing of like. I know I'm a magic homer, like missing on Porzingis that one year. Yeah. Just because they got dropped back. They got dropped back from Trey Young. Right. And got Mo Bamba. Yeah. Trey Young and Mo Bamba <laughs> are two really different stories <laughs> right, right now. Right. I let's you can think of other teams that Porzingis got was Mario Hazonia. Porzingis was Mario Zonia. Yeah. Mario Zonia is the the MVP of, of a Europe Europe League and <laughs> where he's from. Croatia. Croatia, right? Like it's like lottery is like really important. No, it is. Like the Houston almost went back to back. They actually did go back to back. They got the the three players that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. They got one of the three players in each in each, in of, the each of those drafts. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say Detroit also won because they got K Cunningham and Ivy at some out of five. That's yeah. I, Ivy. Imagine Ivy. If, imagine Magic had Ivy at five. I'll be way more happy over Suggs. Oh, easily. Oh, easily. I, I, Suggs is interesting because I think he's a really good teammate, and I think he defender, all ball, all he ball is defender. one of the best defenders in the NBA. He's not going to be a star. He. he I he, hope he turns into Lowry. I really. I hope. That I and mean that's that's, that's, his, that's really his ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's it. It, it comes down to can he shoot the basketball. And even he either, was even bad. reporters on ESPN that don't follow us know how bad it was. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. It was ugly. So I mean, if he can fix it, I mean, we'll, we'll even if he's we'll even it. if he's Alfred Payton, because like <laughs> who's who's worse, Alfred Payton or Suggs? Their rookie year, Alfred Payton was better than Suggs. Yeah, I know. Year. Yeah, I was gonna say probably Alfred Payton, but still. Yeah, that he. No, you think Alfred Payton's still better than Suggs? I. No rookie year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, Alfred Payton I, well, had a really least, good rookie year. No, nah, well, he was on the all rookie team. I he, think he did, he did grass shooting wise. What do you mean? He got worse shooting wise. I he was terrible his rookie year. I'm just saying, like all around play his rookie year, Alfred Payton was better. Alfred Payton had like multiple triple doubles his rookie year. You had good players around him though. Huh? He had good players around him though. Alfred Payton. You think he had better players? Than... Old Depot, Tobias. Okay, but like they had, we had Cole, Wendell, Franz. I mean, it's. it's I, want, I want to consider them that level of like uh, Tobias and Oladipo. Yeah, but but you're you're talking about a Tobias now. We're not talking about Tobias then. Oh, oh, I'll talk about then. Really? You think that Tobias then was better than those players right now? 
All right, I'll buy it. I mean, I'll buy it. I'll yes. buy it. Yeah, I do. I'll buy it. But but in that sense, it makes his triple doubles even more impressive. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking like yeah yeah no that, that that does make it more. So it makes it more impressive than Suggs not getting triple doubles. Hopefully, hopefully Suggs can last more than six years. Give me something, Suggs. <laughs> no, I, he, he will last longer. I think he's a better better defender than Alfred. Easily Alfred better. was a good defender. Alfred was a really good defender, but he he Jalen Suggs is a top five defender right now in the NBA. Oh, no. that's, a, that's a huge hot take. No, that's not a hot take. That's like that's analytical. Guard wise, guard wise, yeah, I'll guard, I'll get, guard. Okay, I'm talking wing defenders. I I think talking about everything. Oh no. No. Guard. Yeah, guard. Okay. He's a top five wing defender in the NBA. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd like to my center. No, no, Giannis, no, 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 no. Like no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. No. Just checking. <laughs> we almost ended with a disagreement, oh but, but I think we oh made it. Oh my god, bro! I was like about to go crazy. I'm like, no, I thought we were going good. <laughs> Okay. We made it through the entire episode. We had like we some clarification because there was some point I was like, "Whoa!" And you're like, "Whoa, what do you want me?" Like, but like we we got no, together. we got through it. We got we through got it. through it. That, this is the most I've ever agreed with you. I'm telling you, it's Jacob's fault. Jacob, this is all your fault. <laughs> we miss you, but it's we, still we your do fault, miss you, bro. <laughs> you're the reason why I have unrational, like irrational, uh, irrational opinions. About Irrationally me. angry. No, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> But anyway, this, it was a lot of fun. This is a lot of more. I the the the, the summer we we don't really have much to talk about. We can talk about Wimbledon. Yeah, we could. We, uh, you want to talk about Novak? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, baseball. I mean, I don't really see anything big baseball wise. I mean, the All Star event coming up. You want to talk about NBA? The WNBA All Star? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I heard some. I saw a dunk in the some WNBA player got uh, had a dunk today. Really? Yeah. Apparently, she's been in the league fourteen years. It's actually know, impressive. I, I, She's I, like thirty something. Yeah, I never even heard of her. That's actually impressive. Yeah, so, um, I, for now, I mean, we'll have NFL content soon. Up, we need Jake up here. I need, I need help with the NFL content. I was gonna content. say that's not my cup yeah. of tea. We need, so we need some help. We'll, we'll, this is, this was actually the last podcast without Jacob sports wise. So, um, we'll have Jacob next week. Maybe we can, um, what's it called? So what's, 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 what's Horizon something about broaden, 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 her, broaden her, yeah, broaden her Horizon. To other sports, but it's basically the off season. This is this is boring season. It's the dog days of summer. It's the dog days of summer, whatever, whatever you want to call it. So we're trying our best. We we want to get more into discussion. We don't really have much to do, so we can talk about discussion more. So hopefully you like this just as much as our topics as well. Oh, of course, of course, our listeners, our listeners are loyal. They they love us. Alan. Yeah, they, they they are supportive and lovely people. <laughs> we love you too. We love you too. We, should, we need to call. We need to have our uh, name for our, our our fans. Our fans. What are we? Office chair sports. We can call them the officers. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the officers. We like that. So if you guys like the officers, give this. Give this video a like on podcast, any podcast you, you listen to this. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you later. Thanks, officers. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>